Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. Yesterday, we were talking about the beautiful blessing that adoption is and what it's like to walk through that process. Uh, Harry and Kayla Alicia are my guests on the show. And we have been, I was just telling them uh, in the break, we, we have been blessed here at the center, at the Homeschool Resource Center, to watch them walk through this process. They're here to share it with you. We're going to talk today about what it was like to meet their daughter for the first time and bring her home to Washington State. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I'm glad you guys are back today. I hope that you are encouraged and blessed. There's so much conversation happening in the culture right now with regard to abortion. And of course, uh, as a pro-life woman and as a mother of seven and as a grandmother and as a believer, for goodness sake, as a believer, uh, God is pro-life. You know, Harry said it best yesterday when we were talking about this. God is the author of life. Therefore, God is pro-life. And the reason that we have so much suffering in the world, and I would put abortion in that category, obviously, is because of sin. And we have an opportunity as the church right now to stand in the gap and to uh, bring hope, really, and healing to these birth moms and homes for children uh, that are going to be born now, thank God. You know, this birth mother could have, uh, as they rightly pointed out yesterday, she was in Florida at the time. She could have easily gotten an abortion, and she chose life for her daughter. And Sola is here because of that. So, uh, Harry and Kayla, welcome. Welcome back. Thank you guys for coming. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> I'm glad that you're here. Normally, I see you in a little bit different context because you teach dance here yes, mm-hmm. at the center, and you've taught Spanish. Yeah, I'm on staff here at the center, so yeah, you're, you're my kids are running around, and we're doing all the things normally. Yes, the children of the center. Yes. Like, yeah. This is like the second home, <laughs> Yep, and it's yeah. been a lot of fun, and Harry's been a huge cheerleader uh, for my campaign, too, I have to say. That's fun. Uh, it was really fun. A couple weeks ago, I did a, a parade in Winlog, and you were gone at a convention, and Harry came with all the kids. All the kids. And kiddos. they walked yeah. the parade. It was amazing. <laughs> yep. 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 That little girl, boy, she's 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 just rolling with it. I'll tell you what. She's easygoing. She's a sweetheart. Trying to raise some patriots. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are. You're raising patriots. That's right. Well, so— uh, we talked yesterday a little bit about um, coming to, you know, you guys got the call. You flew to Florida to meet this little girl. Her birth mother had already signed off her rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm imagining, because you said, you know, Sola came into the world as a result, early as a result of a placental abruption, which mm-hmm. frankly can be life-threatening for both mm-hmm. a mother and for the baby. Yes. So it's a miracle that she survived that part of it. But because mm-hmm. of that placental abruption, she didn't have drugs in her system. Yes. Which, wow. Yeah. You know, who'd ever looked at a subtle abruption like, well, that was a gift from God, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But God used it as he does all things. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we talked about the letter that you guys wrote, which, oh, my goodness, uh, amazing. Did you keep a copy? I want to know. Oh, yes. I, I would a assume, copy of it. Yeah, that you have yeah. a copy of that letter. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go in her baby book for yeah. sure. Yeah. He's like, I don't actually, I don't do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that stuff, that woman stuff, you know, that, that scrapbook Well, not woman stuff. stuff. It's just like, okay, you do the paperwork and I do the hard work. So I do the labor, you do the paper. <laughs> I love that. So tell us about, I mean, walk us through what it was like. So you guys, I'm imagining how you're feeling. When you pull into the parking lot at yeah. this hospital, we were exhausted. I, yeah, I was <laughs> we were overwhelmed because we were actually we were up, and you the, left your kids here. People were watching your kids, yep. so My it was parents. just the two yeah, of you. The parents, yeah. yeah, and we were up the day before at six a.m. 
which we didn't slept all the way into the day and after. You, and you took a red, a red eye, right? Yeah, oh, we had yeah. to buy a ticket immediately. Can I just say, as someone who travels frequently, I hate the red eye. It's the worst. Uh, it messes I love it. you up. Why do you love, love it? it? Harry, you're, you're like some sort of a, some sort of, I don't know, some, uh, is it Puerto Rican? I don't know what's yeah. going on. Well, for me, is like when we fly to the East Coast, and if I do it at night, if I sleep at least one hour, I don't actually, I'm not like jet lag or nothing. Like, oh I will word. continue to function. And the same as back. Coming back, I will sleep one hour in, in the airplane. I'm up. I will have no jet lag. It has worked the entire time oh for word. me. So I I'm like, the, the, I mean, I could sleep, you know, however many, you know, a couple of hours on a red eye. But I'm just messed up after that. I hate the red eye. So kudos to you guys for taking the red eye. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. So you, you get there and now you're walking in the hospital. Tell me what, yeah. what what's going on between the two of you. Well, we were immediately met by the adoption agency, um, which we'd been working with these people, but we didn't know them, you know, hadn't met them in person. From the moment that you decide we want to adopt and then you get in touch with Mustard Seed and now you're working with it, how, what, what's the time frame? Well, so after we submitted that letter and the stuff, we waited about nine days for the birth parents to choose us. So there's some emotions in that week yeah. of waiting. Um, and then we got the call from Mustard Seed that they had chosen us. Um, and but. This sweet birth parent had chosen at the beginning of her pregnancy. So we walked those nine months really with her. I mean, she was probably about eight weeks along when she chose us. So um, there was a lot longer of a time frame. Some birth parents pick the ninth month, you know, at that moment to to do that route. So we thought she was going to be born in December. We got the call early November that she was born. Um, so, yeah, we walked into the hospital. They were there immediately inundated with paperwork because you can't, you know, enter the room until everything is signed. Um, but it was unique at that moment because they were in the process of discharging the birth parents from the hospital. And so I think the social worker was a little like wanting us to feel like we were being taken care of, but she was really trying to take care of the birth parents. And so I finally just stopped her and I said, you know what? go take care of them. We're not going anywhere. We can sit here in this waiting room until they are taken care of. They receive the care that they need yeah. and then work with us. And that was just like a sigh of relief to her to see that we were not being pushy, yeah. that we were there yeah. to love them too. Yeah. Because it's, really, I mean, for, for what God is doing in bringing this beautiful little girl into your life is a heartbreak. Yes. For a for the birth mom. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. I mean, her life's a train wreck. Yeah. She clearly is still uh, addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. And now she's giving up this child. It, and it, the, the, the interesting part about the mother. This is her third child. Oh, wow. And all of them up for adoption? All for adoption. Wow. Not even a single one. She actually did an abortion. Mm. And this is a, a person who she says, nope, I'm comfortable living from that corner to this corner. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she still decided to give her kids to adoption mm. and her life is you know it's a wreck and we should say so. they are together the, the couple has been together for 12 years so yeah. they themselves together chose to to go that route yeah mm -hmm. wow so yeah they took care of the birth parents and then we signed our paperwork and they walked us up to that room and it was a tiny little room and we walked in and saw her there and it's just a bunch of emotions in that moment. You want to hold her, you want to love her. Um, the doctors met us right away to give us updates and so it was overwhelming. <laughs> they could kind of see that in our faces like we just want to hold this baby and you have all of these medical updates for us and um, the, the hospital social worker was there as well and so they all introduced themselves and then left the room to give us a moment just to be with her which was 
yeah, amazing. We got to hold mm-hmm. her and love her. And I don't think I hold the baby. I think I held her for a while. I think <laughs> I, I, I want to say owl at, at least. <laughs> I would say two weeks later. Well, she was in a little kangaroo pouch for a while because she was so small. Yeah, so. she was really tiny. I mean, even when you guys brought her home, we were all like, wow. I feel yeah. like the microphone actually weighed more than her. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I was like. You, you're probably right. Yeah, it was like, she was like that big, maybe yeah. like less the than a foot. The size of your hand. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah. for me, I felt like it was a little uncomfortable like yeah. to hold well, it's her. It's kind of scary. I always feel like, I mean, and this is the, the case with preemies for sure, but when you haven't carried that child. You know, yeah. and you're not really sure is she going to have medical issues? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You almost feel like you could break them. Well, you and I be sat, so careful. I sat there holding her, and if we're being completely honest for a moment, was like, "This is not my baby." You yeah. know, those thoughts come into your head, and I just prayed in that room. I was like, "Lord, give me love for this yeah. child." And immediately, it was like I felt the serotonin like come yeah, through my yeah. body, and I was like, "This is my child." Like uh-huh. it was so cool yeah. to see the Holy Spirit work that way and just overtake that. everything. I love that. Yeah. So you guys were there for a little while because she had to get up to four pounds. And so you stayed in in Florida. Mm -hmm. That's not a bad gig. I mean, they got a better governor than here. Let's be honest. I mean, in the free state of Florida. Yeah, we didn't have to wear masks or anything except in the hospital. We're all the, you know, the COVID apocalypse over here in Washington State. And you guys were in Florida and we're all like little jelly. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. True. So yeah, how, she was how, the, how long was she in the NICU? She was in the NICU 11 days. They told us straight up, like, she was born six weeks early, so be prepared to be in there for those six weeks. And she quickly surpassed all of their— 11 days. 11 days, wow. yeah. And they have a separate <laughs> unit when they get them off of oxygen and very sustainable, so they want you to take over their care away from the nurses. They move you to a different floor. And so we were out in the town, and they called us, and they said, we moved her upstairs. Like, it's time for you to come move in with her and spend the night and take over her care. and. That was like six days in. So we were like, what's happening? <laughs> it's wow. going so fast. But lots of people were praying for her. So, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I remember getting out of the hospital with the baby and it was like, okay, she's still a little small. Like the, the, <laughs> She's little. And again, the car seat, it was more weight than her. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> right. And it was like, it was awesome. Then we had to wait to bring her home. And we had to wait for, what was it we were waiting for, a signature or something? Yeah, so Florida, the state that she's born in has to release the rights to the state that you're taking the child home to. So Florida releases their rights, and then Washington State has to accept the rights and the parental guardianship. So, But because of the NICU stay, that helped us out a lot because normally you plan for about two weeks, anywhere from two to four, depending on the state after they're born and released from the hospital for that paperwork to and process. And you can't leave until that happens. You may not leave the state until okay. that happens. So you plan to get an Airbnb or whatever and just kind of relax and hang out with the child and bond. Um, but it happened really quick for us because it was right before Thanksgiving. And everyone's like, get her <laughs> yeah. done. So we were, had her home for about 48 hours and we got the call that was actually the night before Thanksgiving that we could fly home Thanksgiving morning and surprise our other children oh, with her. for goodness her. sake. So it was beautiful. All right, so you get this call. Uh, Wait a minute. You know what? I got to take a break. I got to take a break. We'll be right back. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a buy one, get one extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. This offer is good on MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance, MyPillows, the six-piece towel sets, roll and go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com and use promo code Heidi or call one 800 447-0541. So you, you get the call and you're going to get to go home. I mean, what 
What an amazing thing that Lord has done. Yes. Right. From start to finish. And now you're going to get to surprise your kids on Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. So what was that like? Well, it was beautiful first because a lovely couple gifted us their airline flights. And since it was Thanksgiving morning, we were flying home. There was nothing available. We got first class seats so we could just spread it. And nice. she was four pounds and so tiny. We didn't want her exposed to right, right. lots of stuff. So we just got to love her. And then we literally walked into the house and our other kiddos started crying. And oh. my parents had been caring for them. So they got to step in and see her. And then we literally had Thanksgiving dinner together with her. And we're just so thankful for for wow. life and her and the story and that she was healthy. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And your other kids are held? Six, five, and two. So you got your hands full. Yes. You guys got your hands full. You got your heart full for yeah. sure. So the big question, obviously, would you would you ever consider doing this again? Kayla's like, this is a marriage thing. We're not talking about this on the air. I just look at him to see what he's going to say. <laughs> Harry's like, oh. <laughs> Who knows, yeah. right? God knows um, if he wants us to do it or not. Yeah. Because the reality is I can say no, but he can change my mind and say, That's no, true. we're going to do it, right? Um, mm-hmm. And again. Never say never. Mm-hmm. Right. And of course. And people may listen now and say, well, he's all pro-life. Why? He's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But also God tells us to be wise mm-hmm. about it mm-hmm. as well, too, right? And um. And I will still advocate for pro-life. Mm-hmm. And if God says, hey, I want you to have five more, then, hey, mm-hmm. he's going to provide the money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't have a machine. Yeah. But it's all up to him, yeah. right? And Well, the great thing about uh, Soul's birth parents is if they did have another child, we would be called first. Um, really? Yeah, okay. so that we would have first right to be able to adopt the biological sibling. So they actually, the, the parents who adopted her, biological older sibling were called first and they couldn't do it at that time. So that's why we were chosen. Wow. Yeah. So that puts you kind of at the front of the line. Should that happen again? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was going to say too, like um, when we were talking earlier about all of these pro-lifers who want to adopt and have been waiting um, and maybe are now coming into this conversation because of Roe v. Wade. There were so many beforehand who have been on waiting lists yep. and who have wanted to adopt. My good friend has been on a waiting list for 18 months for her second baby, and there just are not enough babies to go around. And so there's a lot of Christians and non-Christians who want to be a part of this story and have been before this decision was made um, and are ready to love babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true, and uh, it gives us an amazing opportunity. Yeah, and you know, to you, you've changed the trajectory of Sola's life. You know, yeah. she's going to grow up, and she's going to know that God loves her, mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing that you'll ever do for her is introduce her to the Savior. Yeah, and be able to uh, to demonstrate that you know God's in the business of redemption. His His story is always a redemption story, and and I love that. I think uh, for for people who are listening and i know that and uh and harry you said it well at the very beginning of this thing the money is always a big uh, deterrent and it really is a shame because abortion is so cheap or free mm-hmm. murder is cheap and life is expensive mm-hmm. and i was thinking life has always been expensive you mm-hmm. know it jesus gave his life mm-hmm. it cost him everything mm-hmm. and it life is worth uh defending yeah. and worth sacrificing for and what you guys have done in the most extraordinary way really is what I'm always talking about on the show, which is get off the bench. Hey, how about we quit talking about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We actually start doing it. 
And so I'm hoping that there are a lot of people who are listening to this today who are going to go, you know what, I've always, I've always been interested in that. I've always wanted to do it. Your kids, when you brought uh, Sola home, they just, I mean, they took to her, right? Oh, they they were so her. excited. Someone said to me the other day, well, I just don't know how, what it would be like, but it's God who knits families together. Absolutely. God's the author of family. And Sila had prayed for her for a year. And so now Sila has this story at six years old to say, mm. I prayed to the Lord honestly for a sister. And the, look how the Lord provided. You know, it's yeah. a testament to their faith, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, don't let the money be a hindrance. There are so many different ways you can get loans. You can get—there's um, grants out there. Mm. And then you, the people around you, like if you are in a church community, the center here supported us so much. Like they want to give, maybe they can't support a child I don't or know adopt. Who was a child. more excited when you brought that baby? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I mean, at the center, it was like a stampede trying to hold that. Hold yeah, that girl. they all have a part of her story too. You know, they gave because yeah. they couldn't bring a baby home themselves, and so they financially I, gave. And yeah. I'm looking so at the good. verse Matthew six twenty five. Actually, my answer. 24. But in Matthew 6, 20, 25, right, God tells us, like, we should not worry about day-to-day, uh, the worry, day-by-day mm. -day life, right? And we should not worry about the drinks, food, or clothes, clothes, um, what we wear. Uh, because life isn't more than just food in your body or clothing, right? And he tells us why we worry about that. And the same as money. Why we worry about money, right? We should be worrying about our um, our neighbor because God has given us two commands the most beautiful commands that he has ever given us love your God with all your heart and soul love your neighbor if you believe in abortion you don't love yourself because you're willing to kill something that God is telling us love him right and again one of the things I, I give my testimony a lot to a lot of people um, but if you listen to my testimony, my testimony is really dark, but you see the light in my entire testimony because God was still there. Still by this day, as a human, I sometimes like, oh, money. But then I'm like, he will provide. Do I want my children to go through that? Absolutely not. But I want them to see and say, oh, dad chose our life and he's teaching us what God wants him to teach us, which is his way. Yeah. As the same as Sola. I want Sola to grow and say, Oh wow, dad went through this. But God gave him to me so he can actually say, Hey, doesn't matter what you went through, look what I went through, but you still alive. Yeah. Because God provided the money for your adoption. God provided you to actually be in our life. So you can follow him because we're here for him. We're here to do his will. And as a pro-life and Christian and anybody, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call me, we're here to serve him. Mm -hmm. And I know people who face to face who have told me why I should not abort this baby because you're killing someone. That's right. The baby doesn't. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Because you're killing someone. Yeah. The baby doesn't um, have a heart. Really? Let's actually put a machine to see. Mm -hmm. Because the moment that you can see that baby, guess what starts doing? Bum, 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 bum. The heart. You may not know what's the sex, but the heart starts beating. 
God's the one who's creating that. Sin is killing it. But because we're so weak, we kill it. Because the flesh is weak. And God, Jesus tells us when he was here, he says, as long as you stay in the earth, you're weak. If you decide to love the world, you're weak. Follow me. Not going to say it's easy. Why? Because sin Mm -hmm. is going to be beating the crap out of you. Because what Satan wants to do, he wants to get us away from from God, Mm -hmm. from Jesus. That's what he wants. That's his job. But we're so blind that we want the easy way out. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. That's what it is. When it's so interesting because, you know, whenever we choose God's way, it's not always the easy way, but it's always the best way. It's mm-hmm. always the mm-hmm. best way. And I um, I think this is a great a great place to close this interview because there was a, a last Christmas I spoke at a Rob McCoy's church. It was the weekend that my dad died. In fact, mm-hmm. I was there when my dad, my dad passed away. And so mm-hmm. I'm giving this message to a room full of people and everyone who's listened to this podcast knows I had a very hard relationship, a very rocky relationship with my dad. So it wasn't like I was losing my best friend or anything like that, but I was real, I was recognizing that there was an, an era, a season of my life that was coming to an end. That was a painful season. And I had hoped for a better ending mm-hmm. than I was going to get here. My dad's in the hospital and I'm in Los Angeles and he's going to die from COVID and so many emotions and the message that the Lord gave me, I'll never forget it because I struggled through the whole thing to give it, but my, the, the message was titled, God's ways are not our ways. They're better. Mm-hmm. They're better. And we would look at Sola's uh, conception and go, well, that's not the best way. Mm-hmm. But it turned out it was God's way. Yeah. And God's mm-hmm. ways are not our ways. They're better. Mm-hmm. And I think as we, you know, when we have the opportunity to speak life, we should take it. Mm-hmm. And you guys have done that. Uh, through your lives and through Sola's adoption. And we're just so happy that you're at the Homeschool Resource Center, Mm -hmm. for goodness sake, uh, and to see what God's going to do in the years to come. And I think you're going to have a lot of influence over people and babies are going to find homes because you listened and brought Sola home. I think think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Harry, uh, before we leave today, you have a podcast. I do. We haven't even talked about that. (laughs) Well, I was talking about pro-life. Yeah. What's the name of your podcast? Talk with God in Prayer. They can actually uh, find me in Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, um, Anchor, um, and I forgot the other ones. What do you like to talk about? So when you have a podcast and you're chatting it up, what are you talking about? So it's just basically... I talk about baseball, whatever's happening in the world. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, you will hear my um, testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, my last episode that I did, it was actually be the light of the world. Um, right. And that's what God has called us to be. Well, I'm going to have you come back so that you can share your testimony here at the show. But uh, in the meantime, I would love Absolutely. it for people to find your podcast, uh, Talk With God in Prayer. Yeah. And uh, I'll link back to it. All right. And in we're, the show in, we're on Facebook, too. And you guys so. are on Facebook, too. So this yep. is awesome. And you have pictures of your family up there. I'm wondering, do you do at your at your podcast platform? I do not. On Facebook? I do not have a picture of my family. You got to fix that. <laughs> you got to you got to fix that. I do not. And, and the reason people I, need to see your face, Harry, too. <laughs> no, by the way. that's true. You know, <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> um, I just I try not to like when it goes with the the podcast. Try not to put the my family in it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why. Some something weird. Something about weird. It. Something about it, weird. But, but you'll um, walk in a political parade with your family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I but mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing that I, out there. I know. I'm actually, uh, Harry, just giving you a totally hard time. I hope everybody <laughs> gets to see a picture of your beautiful family because really, it's 
it's gorgeous. And I'm just so happy that you guys are here. We'll come back. Harry, come back and let's let's talk about your testimony here because I love Absolutely. to do that. It encourages people. Nobody's encouraged mm-hmm. by a life of perfection. What's encouraging is to see people who have come through difficult things, whether it's difficulty. Life is hard, mm-hmm. but God is good. Yeah. And Always. I think that that's uh, that's the message. Thank you guys for coming on. It's been a blessing to have you here. Thank Thanks, you. Heidi. You guys, for more information about uh, this beautiful family and Harry's podcast, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast and check out the show notes. You guys have a great day. I will see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.